1: Good afternoon, this is Anselm Anderson back again with another edition of Rockstar Classics via all available apps. I hope you have been enjoying the sunshine. Um, So, for new listeners who may not be so familiar with the show as uh, the original listeners, well, as my regular listeners, uh, the show looks, well, placed, the best in classic rock as well as uh, the best in new music and uh, also looks at the stories, well tries to look at the stories behind all the tracks so I've got some new material from Wicked Smile and the Petal Falls to look forward to as well as Classic Rock from ZZ Top and Dio so I'm going to start things off with the Rolling Stones and paint it black their 1966 release, Aftermath. The song is uh, inspired by depression and it it, well, well, the song came about when Bill Wyman decided to uh, fool around on his organ and uh, do a spoof of uh, music played at Jewish weddings. Um, The co-manager, Eric Easton, who was an organist, joined him with Charlie Woods and they improvised a double-time drum pattern echoing the rhythm of some Middle Eastern dancers, this then created a more beat rhythm as it, which would work as an counterpoint to the more morbid lyrics. Um, the Rolling Stones became the first well, became the first UK number one to feature a sitar which was played by the late Brian Jones. Uh, this was first introduced to pop music by the Beatles on the nineteen sixty five song Norwegian Wood the Bird Has Flown. Um, but other interesting facts about the song is that uh, Jack Nietzsche played keyboards. Um, he arranged records for Phil Spector and scored many movies. And he had an unfortunate moment in his career when he appeared on the TV show Cops after being arrested for waving a gun at a guy who stole his hat. Um, another interesting thing about the song is that uh, the Rolling Stones didn't own the publishing rights to the song, so they wouldn't have made any money at all. It's uh, because uh, the fund manager, Alan Klein, so Alan Klein, owed uh, the rights due to, to a, a deal that the Stones uh, agreed or signed with him in 1965, in which Alan Klein controlled all the money. Uh, so the Stones signed over the published rights to the songs that they wrote back up to 1969. Uh, so every time this was used in a commercial or TV show, Klein's estate owed the money. Well, gets paid. Uh, Alan Klein himself, sadly, well, uh, passed away back in 2009. And an interest, other interesting fact that I'm going to leave with the song is that it, it features a comma after black, but that was not the original uh, spelling, but that was only added by the record label Decker, I suppose they have a thing about grammar. So, oh, well, unfortunately, of course, as many of you will know, is that the Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts, who played a key part in the composition of that song, sadly passed away uh, this week at the age of 80. So I'm going to move on now with ZZ Top and Tosh. Yeah. their fourth studio album, Fandango, which came out in 1975. The song was named the 67th Best Hard Rock Song of All Time by VH1. The song is a 12-bar blues, and uh, the late bassist Dusty Hill claims that the song was written at a sound check in about 10 minutes. Uh, It was recorded, or sorry, produced by Bill Hamm and that uh, recorder mixed by Terry Manning the title is a double entendre it can mean it's a slang for buttocks and also a slang for luxurious or lavish uh, Billy Gibbons did claim it or explain in an interview that, that, that uh, they were at a gig in Alabama when uh, the lick or the riff itself just came about during an improvisation um, when they were uh, just doing a bit of a sound check and he said to Dusty Hill well the lightning director liked it so they said to Dusty Hill let's call it Tush the title being inspired by a 1966 song by Texan singer Roy Head which was called Tush Hog Down South and his song it meant he looks plush so uh, Billy Gibbons wanted to create a song that uh, in which he was probably talking about the other thing but other people was uh thinking you were talking about uh, something else so i'm going to move on now very swiftly with airborne and running wild <laughs>
0: Wicked Smile. I want you to do something for me. You're going to go up to your stereo. You're going to turn it up. I mean loud. Really loud. This is our new single. It's called Last Goodbye. (laughs)
1: One of two Australian bands uh, that was Wicked Smile with Last Goodbye, off their upcoming album Wait for the Night, which is out on September the 24th. Uh, the track, it's uh, oh, sorry, the album itself focuses on such issues as civil unrest, bullying, and mental health. The band have had a positive response on the underground and rock and metal community, um, with a lot of. Uh, a lot of comparisons have been made to bands such as Judas Priest, Iron Maiden and Dio. Uh, the band are a five-piece fronted by Danny Ciccati with Stevie Yanevski and Dave Graham on guitars, Glenn Cav on bass and Jason Tyro on drums. Um, the album was produced by Paul Lane and mastered by Bruno Ravel and of course that was the guitarist Stevie Yanevsky introducing the track and before that was Airborne with and Wild which of course featured the late motorhead uh, singer Lemmy um, in the video driving a truck if you remember. Uh, so I'm going to move on very swift with one of the bands I've just mentioned Dio and this is Evil Eyes <laughs> Was Dio with Evil Eyes off their 1983 album The Last in Line? So I'm going to move on now with the two tracks featuring the singer Robin McCauley, best known for his appearances with Michael Schenker and the McCauley Schenker group during the 1980s. He's also known to be, well, he's also performed with Grand Prix, Survivor, and Far Corporation. Um, so this Uh, First song is going to be from his new band, Black Swan, uh, Big Disaster. And then it's going to be a track off his uh, solo album, which is Standing on the Edge. Your class Robin McCauley with Standing on the Edge of the album of the same name which uh, came out and made this year via Frontiers Music. Uh, that was his first solo album since 1999's Business as Usual and uh, features uh, the uh, Uriah Heap keyboardist and former team, uh, sorry, former bandmate should I say Phil Lanzon and uh, before that was Black Swan which uh, with Big Disaster, which is off the band's debut album, Shake the World, which is somewhat of a super because it features the former Dock and bassist Jeff Pilsen and it also features uh, former Winger guitarist Reb Beach. And again, that came out via Frontiers Music. Um, so I'm going to move on now with another uh, new band that has featured on my um, Rambling Man's reviews um, previously. Uh, this is the petal Fours and this is the i think this is the latest single i won't be there <laughs> the latest single to be taken off the upcoming album all these years which will be out on Friday, September the 3rd the band were initially formed as a five piece by lead singer Keith Lee Uh, but uh, following uh, personal changes and uh, years of creative differences the band soon uh, split up and now Keith Lee is back as part of a solo project he is a Taken the opportunity to remaster the original songs onto four albums with the help of old friend and producer, John King. Um, If you want to purchase the album, you can do so uh, via the band's website which is uh, HTTPS forward slash thepetalfalls.com You can also follow them uh, via Twitter which is at Falls Petal Or, alternatively, you can join them on their Facebook page, uh, which is The Petal Falls, uh, where you'll receive all information about that album and the single. So I'm going to move on very swiftly with another new single. This is Wanna Be Somebody, uh, uh, off the latest album from Jizzy Pill's Love Hates. Jizzy Pearl's Love Hate with Wanna Be Somebody, the second single to be taken from the upcoming new record Hell CA, which will be available in February via Golden Robot Records. Uh, that track is about a well, story about a guilt, 6 fame, fortune in the bright lights of Hollywood and ends up uh, becoming a pole dancer in the Sunset Strip. Um, the oh, Jizzy Pearl's Love Hate formed in 1990. Uh, with their debut album being released on Columbia Records. Uh, it was called Blackout in the Red Room. It received much critical acclaim, and both Kerrang and Metal Hammer both voted it Best Record of the Year. Uh, the original Love Hate released five records and toured with bands such as Skid Row, Dio, Ozzy Osbourne, and ACDC. Uh, since then, Jizzy Pearl has been keeping himself very busy. And, uh, well, I, was, I think he's been showing a lot more love than hate because he's been playing, recording, and touring with artists such as Rats, LA Guns, and was recently the lead singer, of Quiet Riot. And he's released five solo records, which the 2018's Frontier's record, All You Need Is Soul. Um, 2020 was the 30th anniversary of that particular album I'd mentioned. And to celebrate, GDC, Pearl's Love, Hate uh, we will we'll be playing the entire album in full. Ah, so, like I said... Uh, Less hate, more love there. So I'm going to move on very swiftly with some Mongolian folk rock. This is The Hue with Wolf Totem. Was the Who, with Wolf Totem of their debut album, The Greg, which was released on September 13th, 2019 via Better Noise Music. Uh, the band have quite the story. They were formed in 2016 in Mongolia by the producer Dashka, along with the members Gala, Jaya, Temkin, and Kush. Um, the Who well, they first gained a uh, the notoriety with uh, their two videos uh, the one for wolf totem and also for you for you you which went viral garnering the band over 100 million views on youtube uh, they went on to be featured in international media and um, the band themselves though were named well the word is a mongolian root word for human being which they call uh, Hunu rock, which is inspired by the Hunu, which is an ancient Mongolian empire known as the Huns in Western culture. Uh, some of the band's lyrics include old Mongolian war cries and poetry. Uh, they combine rock music with traditional Mongolian instrumentation like the Moran Khor, which is a horsehead fiddle, the Tav which is a Mongolian guitar, the Tumor Kua, which is the drill harp, uh, with guttural throating singing in the bombastic bass and drums of rock. All four members have bachelors or higher degrees in music and have spent several years touring throughout Asia and the Pacific Rim. Uh, The album's title is in fact the word used as the first diplomatic passport by the Mongol Empire during the time of Genghis Khan. So I'm going to move on very swiftly now with Lamb of God, which is quite the the, uh, oxymoron, I suppose, Um, Quite the juxtaposition uh, With uh, Memento Mori Mori
2: By the
4: darkest river Thank mm-hmm. you.
0: game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sports Books. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire 7 days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 532 that was Lamb of God with
1: Memento Mori, which was taken off last year's uh, Lamb of God album. Um, so I've come to the end of my show, so I hope you've enjoyed it. And thank you once more for taking the time out of your busy lives to uh, t- to listen to the show. I have been Anson Anderson and this has been Rockstar Classics. And until next time, keep on rocking.